one sounded really good too. Nice. Yeah, it kind of had like werewolf vibes to it. I like right. it. Um, all right. So welcome everyone to another episode of my weird little podcast. I'm Tia, the weird one, talks about weird stuff. I'm always here. Um, we have Pat, who's in the other room, who's here a lot of the time as well, uh, to listen to my weird stuff, but he's used to it. Um, he's been doing it for a long time. So, uh, yeah, uh, today I have, uh, kind of a short one today. Um, I actually ran out of time researching because I had a very busy weekend with my two besties, Jenny and Teresa came to visit me all the way out here in Las Vegas. And we had a absolute blast. And, uh, instead of researching a podcast, I hung out with them. <laughs> um, so there will be an episode coming out on Eddie Lee Sexton. Um, in the future, I'm about halfway through getting that together. Um, if you want to pre look into that story, you can. Um, it's pretty crazy. There's a lot to it. I would suggest even after listening to my podcast, doing more research into it. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to have to like, just do a little bit of it. Cause there's a whole lot of it. And you know, it's, it's just one of those, uh, but I had a great time with my friends this weekend. You were there too. And, and um, <laughs> we did like everything out here. So if you want a spooky trip to Las Vegas, here are the things you want to do you want to go to sliced pizza which is a horror movie pizza place you're going to want to go to nightmare cafe which is a horror movie themed uh cafe and bar and they have like burgers and other food and sandwiches and stuff and it's super good and then you're going to want to go to cemetery pulp which is an oddities store out here and they they have some pretty cool stuff there uh there's a few other cool spots that we weren't able to check out like um the halloween emporium and tea room it's a little bit further out of las vegas so we weren't able to visit that but we did go to some other non-spooky things like we went to the silverton casino and they have a fish tank and in the fish tank they actually have mermaids you know like real mermaids it's really cool uh, you know, which I will cover mermaids maybe on this podcast because they are a cryptid and, uh, we'll talk about that at some point, but if you want to see real mermaids in real life, you can go to the Silverton Casino and they will be swimming in their wonderful aquarium. They also like do a, like a little stingray show where they have like a scuba diver come out and like feed the stingrays and talk about them. And it's really fun. Um, what else did we do? We went to New Woo which is a um a cannabis market slash courtyard um, lounge I guess lounge I guess they have an indoor lounge and I guess this is like the out outdoor lounge uh that we went to um and it's owned by the Paiute tribe which I talked about on a couple podcasts ago I talked about them and uh it's actually which, is, which cool. is why we went right for the research right we went for the research not <laughs> you know for cannabis cocktails so they do cannabis cocktails um they're non-alcoholic five percent thcs which is very light um i drank two one and a half and i didn't feel too crazy i don't actually smoke weed um anymore so uh 
I didn't want to go overboard or anything, but honestly, like a drink and a half was not that bad. I probably could have done like two or three and been okay. And they were super delicious, but they also do um, ones without THC in them, like just virgin uh, cocktails. I keep saying cocktails, but it's like a mocktail, you know? Um, But it's cool to just go. So if you want to go, like they're not going to force you to smoke or anything, you know, if you don't, they do comedy nights and they do open mic. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so we did that and that was that was a lot of fun. Oh, what else did we do? We went to Atomic Liquors, which is a wonderful bar out here. Uh, we got like a whole lot done for the weekend. And yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So uh there's a lot more we we could have done. And uh so they'll have to come back for another weekend. But that that was really awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, enough about my fun weekend here in Las Vegas. Uh, although if you do want suggestions for cool places to visit in Vegas, you know, feel free to message me through my social medias. I would love, honestly love to design someone's vacation. Cause I think I do really good at that. Um, at planning things like that is like one of my favorite things to do is to like, be like, we're going to go here, 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 and here. And like not over plan. Like I did okay. Like I underplanned for the weekend. And uh so I had to think on my toes a couple times of like, oh, we did all the things that I planned to do. Now I need to come up with something else to do. But I'm really good at that uh as well. So um yeah, I'm the best to vacation with. You would know. You've gone with me many times. So yeah. The only problem is like on the vacation, I'm planning for the next vacation. Um, by taking notes like the entire time of the things that I'm experiencing and I guess it's not like fully living in the moment but I'm just like uh love I don't know I love thinking so sorry sorry I use my brain <laughs> that is my weekend and now time for this uh this story um so I need to pull up my TikTok real quick because I forgot what their name was okay so this idea was suggested to me by one of my TikTok followers. And if you're not following me on TikTok, my weird little podcast is on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. I try to do a cute TikTok once a week um, and theme it out to the episode. And also it's easy to get a hold of me through that because I am on TikTok all the time watching other people's. So uh, so this uh, episode was suggested so it was a comment on my tiktok by queen underscore lazy underscore b um that i do cryptids from around the u.s and so uh i found this little app on uh or an effect on tiktok that shows what cryptid you are from around the u.s uh, it's based on a book called United States of Cryptids, which I really want to look into. And I will be ordering that when I get paid on Friday. And uh, the artwork was incredible, but it gave me, assigned me one of the most ugly cryptids I've ever seen. Uh, but I am, I'm going to roll with it. Uh, it is the Illinois uh, Enfield Monster. And I think this really goes together with my last podcast because there's a lot of theories that this is actually just a phantom kangaroo. 
Um, so if you don't know what a phantom kangaroo is, you need to listen to my podcast. Well, Teresa's podcast uh, on my weird little podcast last episode. She talks about the phantom kangaroo. So let's get into this story. So first off, I want to say I got tried to get together as much information as possible. There's only a little bit about this creature. I got some stuff from the lineup, um, from cryptozoology.fandom.com, from Wikipedia, of course, uh, as well as uh, fox2now.com, and the, uh, what was the article from? Um, uh, allthatsinteresting.com, uh, as well as an article uh, from the Cami Times and another article from uh, the Villager Voice, I want to say, is what I got it from. Uh, but yes, uh, that is where I got most of my information for this cryptid. But yeah, I love cryptids. I want to do way more uh, about them on this podcast, as well as extraterrestrials. I'm going to get into a little bit more of Las Vegas history in the future because there's some crazy stuff. But anyways, okay, to my story. So on October 26th, 1973, the Cami Times ran a story about a monster attack nearby the town of Enfield, Illinois. And this was their article. The article is entitled, Three Legs, Pink Eyes as Big as Flashlights, A Monster at Enfield, Monsters in Quotes, uh, by Dennis Montgomery, Associated Press Writer, Enfield, Illinois. Henry McDaniel says he shot and wounded a monster on his doorstep and is worried it may come back to get even. McDaniel, 50, said he had just returned from a meeting Wednesday night when he heard something scratching on his door. It had three legs on it, he said. A short body, two little short arms, and two pink eyes as big as flashlights. It stood four and a half to five feet tall and was grayish colored. It was trying to get into the house, he said. McDaniel, an antique dealer, said he slammed the door and grabbed his pistol and a flashlight from the drawer in his bedroom and returned to the front door, opened it and spotted the monster about 12 feet from the house. He fired four shots. When I fired that first shot, I know I hit it, he said. The creature gave out a hiss, he said, much like a wildcat, judging from the imitation of the sound. Uh, uh, covering 50 feet in three jumps, it fled through some bush along a railroad embankment that runs near the McDaniels' home. State police summoned by the frightened McDaniel arrived too late to spot the creature, but discovered its tracks in the soft earth about the home. McDaniel said the track was like a dog's 
except that it had six toe pads. One of the troopers, James Masser, said McDaniel appeared rational and sober. Well, that's good. (laughs) McDaniel said he was sure it wasn't a dog and was positive it wasn't a kangaroo because he said he once had a pet kangaroo while serving with with the army in Australia. Uh, Asked how he was able to note so many details of the creature in such a short space of time and in the dark, McDaniel said, I have a photostatistic memory. And then he replied that the creature's body was almost like a human body. He said some school children told him that they have seen a similar creature at the school ballpark. If they do not find it, they will find more than one. And they won't be from this planet. I can tell you that. I'm going to say that quote one more time, okay? (laughs) If they do find it, they will find more than one. And they won't be from this planet. I can tell you that, he said. Enfield is about 10 miles west of Carmi, White County, in southern Illinois. So that's the article, and that's pretty interesting there on its own. Um, you know, so... What, what year was this again? 1973. 73, okay. So, um, but continuing on with the story. So uh, you should definitely look up this uh creature i'll post it on my uh instagram when this uh episode airs and also uh you'll see it on my tiktok as well when i talk about it uh, as well as if you want to well i'm like if you want to see this before the episode posts that doesn't make any sense for me to say that uh but mm-hmm. it is on other my other tiktok when um i was selecting this episode um it looks pretty freaky um i feel like you should look it up right now uh as when i continue so you know what i'm talking about but um so the story continues Uh, upon investigation the state troopers discovered a series of scratches uh in the siding of the house and footprints that were very similar to a dog's but having six toes instead of four uh two of the tracks were four inches wide while the print left by the third foot was smaller. Um, Many of the police force were skeptical, of course, uh, about what McDaniels had seen, despite having received news of an attack on a small boy named Greg Garrett just 30 minutes earlier. So there are two stories now of seeing the same creature within a a short period of time. The creature had ripped out the child's clothes with the claws on its arms, while the talons on the toe talons on the toes had shredded the kid's uh, shoes, which is pretty horrifying to think about. Uh, Greg had run into the house crying hysterically. However, the police could not find any trace of the entity. Now, on May sixth at three a.m. So this okay so. This happened in April 26, just like a week or so later, on May 6, another incident happens. So, however, here we go. May 6, at 3 a.m., a man, oh, shoot, I don't have his name. Shoot, why did I put Henry? 
All right, I'm gonna pause this recording real quick. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, what were you gonna say? So the same guy has another incident. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'm gonna get into that. Okay. All right. So on May 6 at 3 a.m., Mr. McDaniel encounters the creature again after ha- uh, having been woken up from his sleep. Uh, by a commotion from his neighbor's dogs. Uh, again, he saw the creature loitering near the train tracks by his house. Uh, this went on for several minutes until the ent- entity casually bounced away into the night, which to me makes it sound like a definitely the phantom kangaroo um, that, uh, you know, we talked about, which is one theory that came out later on. Um, about this this creature you know as well as others like it came from outer space and all that you know Mm -hmm. um where was i um (laughs) so uh it casually bounced away here's another quote from um mr mcdaniel i saw something moving out on the railroad tracks and there it stood i didn't shoot it at at I didn't shoot it at it or anything. Uh, it started on on down the railroad track. It wasn't in a hurry or nothing. So, but that also makes me think that it was slow, you know, and if it was a deformed, you know, creature, regular, normal animal, but just maybe didn't have mobility, you know. Um, so, White County Sheriff Roy Poshard Jr., threatened to lock McDaniel up for telling people about the weird events. Um, He felt as if McDaniel was starting to spread rumors and like causing hysteria because also around this time, other people, you know, started saying, you know, Oh, I've seen it, you know? And uh, it was kind of a case of mass hysteria at this time, you know, which is another theory that, you know, he sees one thing and then that causes everyone to be like, well, I've seen it too, you know. Um, so this began kind of like a lot of that, actually. So, um, so because of this article, this brought a lot of publicity to Enfield. And uh, soon, hordes of curiosity seekers, reporters, and researchers descended on the small town. Uh, Among the monster hunters were five young men who were arrested uh, by Deputy Sheriff Jim Clark as threats to public safety for uh, hunting violations. So people were just coming and, like, shooting at stuff, you know, which is incredibly scary and dangerous. (laughs) If you think uh, think about it, you know, um, so this was uh, this was after they had opened fire on a gray hairy thing that they had seen in some underbush on May eighth. Uh, two of the men thought they had hit it, but it sped off, moving faster than a man could. Uh, one more credible witness to the monster was Rick Rainbow. Uh, which is an incredible name. Um, that's gonna be my that's my drag character in the in the future. That's actually good. 
you know really good yeah, that's yeah. really good. rick rainbow oh there already is a, what is his name oh who does like the parody songs is it rick rainbow oh no uh if you're listening you know who i'm talking about he wears like the heart-shaped glasses or the pink glasses and you know i should know who that is uh right off my head but yeah <laughs> anyways um anyways uh rick rainbow was then the news director of radio station oh yeah that makes sense with that name radio station wwki in kokomo indiana uh he and three other persons spotted the monster near an abandoned house just a short distance from the McDaniels place. Uh, they didn't get much of a look at it as it was running away from them, but they later described it as about five feet tall, gray, and stooped over. Uh, Rainbow did manage to tape record its cry. Uh, the wailing was also heard by uh, research, researcher Lauren Coleman, uh, who also came to try and track down the creature. Uh, he heard the sound uh, while searching uh, an area around the McDaniels home. A short time later, uh, sighting, the sightings ended abruptly as they began, with no explanation ever given as to what the bizarre monster might have been. So, hmm. that pretty much ends the tales of this, but uh, in 1978, so about five years later, researchers at uh, the Western Illinois University, uh, headed by Dan or David L. Miller, investigated and analyzed the incident, pub- publishing it as a case in Social Cog Con. Why can I not read this word? I'm gonna have to read this whole thing again. C O N T A G I O N. G-I-O-N, G-I-O-N, um, Contagion, Contagion, Contagion. that's what it is, okay, uh, that's basically where the sightings end of the creature, but, uh, in 1978, researchers at Western Illinois University, uh, headed by David L. Miller, in 1978, researchers at Western Illinois University, headed by David L. Miller, investigated and analyzed the incident publishing it as a case study in social contagion. The researchers found that there were no more than three firsthand reports that had subsequently been exaggerated by news stories and local gossip into an epidemic. So was just the three. Um, So uh, sociologists cite the episode as an example of collective behavior which I guess would be the mass hysteria where a group or crowd can be affected by the spread of group emotions, such as panics, hysteria, collective visions, and extreme instances of suggestibility. I did an episode or actually Jameson did an episode on mass hysteria Mm -hmm. on Hollywood's haunted the podcast. So if you want to go and uh, go through that, there are some really interesting cases of mass hysteria, uh, in history and uh, i thought that episode was actually pretty interesting so according to the study in this area of southern illinois uh, it is not unreasonable to assume that uh mr mcdaniel or the radio team had actually seen an animal uh people we interviewed uh people uh interviewed framed uh the recent events 
in these terms. Their accounts omitted uh, the possibility that large dogs, calves, bears, deer, and wildcats had been sighted. Uh, some frames suggested that an exotic pet, such as a uh, an ape or a kangaroo, was the catalyst for the monster reports. But we did a whole episode on kangaroos. Um, finally, some people uh, suggested that Mr. McDaniel had a notoriously overactive imagination and had probably been shooting at shadows. Uh, in any event, they interviewed... Only one person who agreed with Mr. McDaniel's claims that it was indeed a monster from outer space. Um, however, uh, in, I'm going to end this story with another possibility. So, uh, the Mount Vernon creature. Uh, so, uh, this could have been possibly what it is. So between the years of 1941 and 1942, there were similar, similar sightings in the small village of Mount Vernon, which is ironically less than 40 miles away from Enfield. Um, there's another possibility of what, uh, it could be, uh, the, it could be something known as the Mount Vernon creature. Uh, so between the years of 1941 and 1942, there was a couple similar sightings in the village of Mount Vernon, which is less than 40 miles away from Enfield. Uh, these encounters involved a mysterious leaping beast, which is what they said uh, the Enfield monster was, that terrorized the local people and is supposedly responsible for numerous animal deaths and mutilations in the region. Uh, the locals called the creature the Mount Vernon Monster, and that's typically how names of these creatures go. Uh, it's the the city monster, you know. Right. Uh, right, right they described it as vaguely baboon-like in appearance and able to leap anywhere from 20 to 40 feet in a single bound. However, this creature is likened more to the devil monkey uh, than uh, that of the Enfield monster. The devil monkey is a real thing. It's not a cryptid. Um, FYI. <laughs> uh, but it is a possibility that this was, in fact, the same creature, you know? So, but that is several years earlier. And, you know, creatures, I feel like that are born with deformities don't live very long. So who knows uh, at all? Because we don't know what it is at all. And it is that that is what makes it a cryptid. <laughs> we don't know. That's why it's a cryptid. Um, right. so that's going to be my slogan. I don't know. It's a cryptid. Um, <laughs> but that is the Enfield uh, monster. Um, I want to thank, you know, my TikTok uh, follower Queen uh, Lizzy B for uh, suggesting that I start doing uh, cryptids from around the U.S. I will be doing a whole lot more of these, and that was actually really fascinating. I had no idea about this cryptid, and you know there is a wealth, a wealth of cryptids out there that uh, I can cover and sightings that I I don't know. I just find this all so interesting, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that story. 
I, I looked it up, like you said, and yeah, all of these renderings are pretty, pretty horrifying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> last night I was watching a thing on sleep paralysis and like some of the renderings of like the the old hag or, you know, the creature that gives you sleep paralysis was pretty horrible uh, <laughs> as well. Right, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, but why am I watching this right before I go to sleep? you know mm -hmm. i'll never learn um but yeah that's the enfield monster hope you all enjoyed it i'm gonna wrap this one up uh, it is a shorter episode so you know what digest some of my old episodes as well if you've got time today please share this uh podcast with other people you think would find it interesting please follow me on tiktok i put you know i put a little effort into my tiktoks you know uh if you would rather see me in person well, you can watch my YouTube um, as well. These are all up on YouTube. If you have suggestions, reach out to me through my social medias. You can find me. You can also email my weird little podcast at gmail.com if you want. Listen to my other podcast, Hollywood's Haunted, the podcast. I haven't been posting on there a lot lately, but there are lots and lots of episodes of that. I put many hours into that uh so please appreciate it <laughs> um but i hope you all have a great rest of your day creep it real stay spooky halloween is around the corner go out buy halloween decorations that you don't need um because you can and i hope you all have a great you know life <laughs> all right stay spooky everyone Ooh.